moving on now. The Pentagon has a secret army of 60,000 people who carry out assignments under false identities in person and online, according to an investigation by Newsweek. The report says that these soldiers, civilians and contractors work under assumed identities and carry out top-secret domestic and overseas missions for the U.S. government. The Newsweek report says that this secret army... Go try it out. Try it out. Out. Putin! Putin! Oh, you heard that? I'm curious if it's going to pick up our voices. Where? On this recording right now. Stay woke. Stay woke. <laughs> <laughs> Stay woke. Let's go. All right, I'm recording, so let's see here. Thanks, Obama. 27th of September. 2023 and you are listening to the good time culture podcast this show has been handcrafted in the central coast of california in a little small town that we call the mighty mighty ox otherwise known as oxnard i am og Dog, and on the other mic you'll be listening to hollywood and together we are your ancient astronaut theorists of record. And before we proceed, let's make thing one, one little thing clear. That everything, and I mean everything that's spoken or even thought about on this show, is protected opinion. All right, Hollywood, come on. Nice. Bring in the fire over there. Thanks, my dog. Uh, this is Good Times Culture Podcast, as he said. Uh, we are destroying apathy one episode at a time over here. So if that's what you're uh, into, you're in the right place. This is uh, yeah. definitely a God family country podcast. So if you're also into that, you're in the right place. Um, where nonsense meets reality, you'll find us over here spitting uh, our opinions out, probably uh, unwarranted. And um, uh, so what are we? We're unedited, um, un refined uneducated what other uns are we dude our opinions are our chinese stars did we fling them out huh. radically just wow. <laughs> that's a good uh, visual i like it those are it is dude those are our thoughts like ninja stars <laughs> but uh, like i said last week uh if you guys want to tune in um on wednesdays we're recording every wednesday on the west coast though so if you're on the east coast or wherever you're at you're gonna have to figure that out but we're pacific Time. We're at the armpit, yeah. And we, uh, I've been going on um, Telegram, Gilded, and Discord about an hour early at 6 p.m. Pacific time. So if anybody wants to get on there and chat about anything or uh, shoot, if you want to get on the show, uh, come check it out and hit me up. You can also email us if you want to do it that way, too. So uh, as usual, if you find some value in the show uh, as we proceed, give a thumbs up and tell someone about it. But uh, how was your week, buddy? Pretty dang good, it, you man. Did, you did have a... couple of interviews. had some action, huh? Uh, interesting places, man. I asked the nation, please pray for me. Praise to the Lord Jesus Christ, please. Um, something will go through and, and lovely places, dude. And um, it, it aerospace at this moment, dude, 
it is they can't find enough people. They can't they most they cannot find enough people right yeah. now. And I in every level, every mm-hmm. level. It reminds me of our old shop at the beginning when everything was just freaking going crazy. And that's what they're at right now. I've seen that in the early 2000s during the oil boom when everything was just, I mean, we were, we, I worked at a shop. We were just working 12-hour days, dude, mm-hmm. almost seven days a week. Yeah, I heard a crazy story uh, that uh, employers are actually monitoring their employees on Indeed and all these uh, yeah, be careful, resume be careful. companies, you know, if – and. What I was kind of speculating in my head is that I wonder if the companies actually pay for like a membership to Indeed. Oh, to get I, the backdoor action. I actually, action, I you actually know? do know this because the mm-hmm. what is that called? The Super Green weird. Door, or there's another there's another site that it's like a job post also yeah. where you can go and and comment. And I remember when I walked away from where I was working at, obviously I was ticked off, and I'm writing down just da 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 and. They blocked it. They would say, oh, you're using names or you're using this or you're using that. And you try to do that. And I found that also on YouTube. That's one of the things that started t- got me ticked off, that if you put down, say, a complaint and say, I'm going to listen to Spotify, they'll say they won't let you post it. Wow. So the Spotify and, word is flagged somehow and or something. if your words, like if say you're sending them uh-huh. uh, back some type of, so that's, that's to me, again, they're reading your tone by the words you choose to put in the order that you put them in. Mm-hmm. That's what they're reading your tone in. It's just such a crazy world with the internet how, you know, you, you know, obviously we all kind of know you don't have privacy or anything, <laughs> but, but, uh, but when you, when you start to visually think about all these front facing companies that are pretty much free to us to sign up to, like they're they're offered for free for things, right? That, here, to go do this, that, this, all these services for free. Obviously, if it's free, you're the customer, or you're the, the uh, <laughs> not the customer, but the product. Yeah. You know what I mean? If yeah. it's free, you're the product. And when you think about all those other, you know, like you said, Indeed, and um, I can't remember that. Glassdoor. Glassdoor. Glass yeah. That was called. There's a, a bunch of other, like, kind of corporate uh, you have that, networking you have apps. Chair, that, something chair. That I just, Joe Rogan always uh, advertises. It's just crazy when you think about. You just never think about something like that being just completely uh, infiltrated and gamed, but it is. There's, well, no, there it is. because they are, and how they pay, they might be the first to get uh, a recruit. You know, depending on the position, mm-hmm. I think companies also can pay to be up on. Oh, who posted to be hmm. the first people to receive. Sure, the that would make sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's a lot to with it, too. Wow. But, uh, so, yeah, if you are tired of being apathetic, if you're tired of apathetic people, uh, apathy basically means yeah. you, you don't want to do anything about it. There's nothing you can do about it. Just don't worry about it. Yeah. Uh, that's why we do the show every week is so we can um, at least feel like we're doing something about it. So Yeah, man. And we, we're obviously very humbled and grateful to, to be able to hit the record button every week over here. Uh, all glory to God. Uh, we thank all the, the people out there that are listening, new people and old people that are listening. So Tell uh, a friend about the show. That's how the community will grow. Mm-hmm. 
I know we're a little silly, but uh, I think we have yeah. some, uh, you know, some good thoughts. <laughs> Speak for yourself, buddy. I will. <laughs> All right, so let's get into it. This is Tom McDonald and Adam Calhoun. This is a month old. We had a bunch of good music come out about a month ago, so we never got to this. But uh, I really liked it. It's, uh, you know, here we go. It's American Flags. My people love this country and we're under attack. They banning us, they cancel us for speaking the facts. If you man enough, come stand with us, take USA back. And every time we pull up, all you're gonna see is American flags. me of a lot is uh suicidal tendencies for some reason the lead singer <laughs> i don't know why just i guess the dreads maybe but uh he's kind of he kind of has that same uh fast mm. kind of rap too uh man there was a lot in that that was one minute right there and he pretty much summed up our our podcast in the culture war ah <laughs> uh, wow i think i i think he just he Wanted to have one of those songs that they can play on. Uh, what's it called? Uh, it is kind of a mud yacht. Mud, yacht. mud yachts, they call them. So they can have those flags and they have something bumping as they're yeah. mud yachting. So yeah. it's something I thought a lot about, you know, with this Russia-Ukraine crap. And there's all kinds of stuff going on. The Armenian thing. I don't know if you're hearing about that. Poland. No, nobody's talking about Armenia. Poland and, and yeah. yeah. But what the, I, this is, this is my, my opinion. You know, obviously, you chime in here, but I believe that every nation should cherish and honor their flag and their country and repel anybody that tries to change their traditions and their culture. And honestly, at this point, if you extend this to this misinformation crap that's going on where around the world, you know, Demons are basically trying to take away our free speech because they're afraid of what we might hear. You know, this this is not an issue if you have a strong country because your country has its own identity. It's not going to be, you know, so influenced by outside sources. But if you allow people to come in and change your culture and change your country, change your, you know, everything your traditions, I mean, it's just down the line. You basically become like a Borg type of entity. So we're all the same now. And then you lose all the power that is in our individual kind of independent uh, cultures. It's crazy. It's this, it's, they're trying to, you can see them trying to manufacture this global culture 
you know, the, this is the oh. the tolerant global well, culture. I, I, but, I believe, go ahead. But, but country, I'll, I'll finish up right here. Countries don't want that. People don't want that. So, you know, and it, and in every anyway, country, that's where no, I'm no, at. No, and in every country, we saw the exact pattern where they were attempting to erase history with bringing down statues, uh, going after uh, things of 20, 30, 40 years ago, calling it racist. It didn't matter what it was, whether it was, whether the subject matter of the then gone by were attempts to to um, rectify whatever issue, you know, what they called racism or what they called fascists back then. And it was their strategic movements to to combat those things back in the 60s or in the 70s. But now this present time is now going back going, nope, nope, not even you, you know. And you can, you can yeah. see that there's – and you can see globally because it's – it's happening. I guess that's what they're saying to us in every country, right? They're they're trying to erase their history. You hear Great Britain. You have them the same thing where they're trying to erase the British way and the and call it racist mm-hmm. and call it bigotry. But you're talking about a a country whose empire at one time said that the sun never set. Mm-hmm. I mean, no, dude, that, that was a fact. <laughs> they didn't say it. It was a fact. Yeah. And and again, and a country that was so progressive at the time, being the first of such a country that size to start saying, no, we're not going to deal with. They're the first one to release their slaves. They're the first one who actually started sending their own Navy fleets yeah. to go after so slave there, ships. So there is context to that, you know, and obviously any UK people chime in over here on. on no, our, no, but uh, it's true. Well, kind of. No, no, it is true. Mm. So what ended up happening is they could literally island hop around the world. You know, like you said, the sun never set. They they could go from country, you know, they weren't really countries in, you know, continent to continent, island, island hop, almost all the way around the world. And they basically had a free port anywhere they went. This was they, because they were bringing goods, you know, they're bringing all this stuff. And what it ended up happening, and you, you can look that up, that this – the uh, British East India Company or whatever that's that was the uh, that was the progenitor the beginning of like the spy networks well you know? of course I mean and so what they it's did natural isn't it once your 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 empire is getting that big and then but what your they umbrellas did, over oh, go ahead but what they did is they imported opium to control the people in these countries and these people got pissed this is like you can't enslave us you know literal and with opium with drugs this is not going to happen we we aren't going to let you port here anymore and so the british it wasn't like the british chose to let go of their colonies and their slaves it was literal like you can't come here anymore <laughs> so you know yeah, so, but, so the history's definitely it's way different no, no. in my opinion compared to kind of what you're saying but i believe that those were private entities and not the country because we also know that mm, harbor and uh, sure. Yale, these schools had yeah. their founding fathers. Yeah, John, uh, Roosevelt's trade. dad. If you look at the history, they were opium wild? dealers, and they were over there in Great. They were also supporting Great Britain and doing it because mm-hmm. chi- it's like one. Uh, this they one comedian said, I, I, "I remember his name." He goes that uh, basically 
India and China was like the Walmart for Great Britain and the U.S. Like just cheap labor, cheap mm-hmm. goods. We can just rip them off, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And they all had interest of raping that whole continent mm-hmm. for their goods. We know that. Well, and it, it's, it's, a, it's a weird one. You know, I see both sides because they were the network. They were the ships. They were able to get goods from there to there, from where they're needed, when they're not. So, like, well, what they, they were, put, what put they were a the, valuable asset. To what put them on the map? Humanity. Well, I'm just saying that. I'm just saying the slavery part is a little. No, no, I, but, I don't. I don't think they let go of the slaves. <laughs> that, that's not really how it but went. For, but for a hundred years, dude, the royal the royal navy ruled the ocean, dude. Mm-hmm. That was their might. Mm-hmm. They need. I mean, their military was okay, but their if their mil if their uh, ships would get there with their guns, they no, would well, devastate. Areas I'm counting them. the military with that network of like uh, merchant vessels, you know, shipping. That, no, that's no, all. Yes, it's all kind of I mean, one and the same. But we know that they the had shipping. a rich history. We know that they controlled. They were able to man. transport. But there's also, oh, you know, you know, they're they're also. I believe they're the ones credited of opening that market of bringing the 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 east goods to the west. Mm-hmm. They're oh, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, we would have not known. We, what what would we do without Top Ramen and IPAs, dude? Top Ramen, dude. Without Top Ramen, when I was a poor kid, dude. I mean, you I know? don't think they had anything to do with Top Ramen, but what do you I, mean, I, Japanese, I think dude? it's pretty if we, funny. If it wasn't, I like on. it though. Come on, we wouldn't get. We would have had it. I'm envisioning the British like shipping a bunch of Top Ramen pallets, dude. The ship would have been awesome. full. Like they would have to. They just float on the Top Ramen. <laughs> That's awesome. I don't know. All packaged up. Yeah. yeah I, anyway, that's kind of my my little theme with with that song and and just kind of um, you know, I feel like it's the way it's it's individualism. It's it's what we should be doing as a neighborhood, as a city, as a state. All that stuff. Individualism makes strong communities. You, you got to be involved, but you got to maintain your structure of whatever you are, whatever you believe in, uh, however you were uh, raised, uh, your history. Like you said, oh, I was going to bring up uh, tearing down statues. I think the way, the only way they can make a global culture, a one global culture versus all these awesome, powerful, independent countries is by, you know, demolishing the past, getting yeah. rid of the the histories because that's that's the context that got you to where you are right now where you know we're we're shooting you know the whatever that is the first shot of concord or whatever in the revolution you know that that's what gets you to these points of history that are so important for these uh countries you know like ours and all the, all of them have awesome beginnings but well, they they all took that moment though you know of of no you know we're not going to be apathetic here we're going to stand on our uh, values and our truth, you know, and in, in, in our culture and our past. Well, if you, if you think about it, that's what the Mao regime did in China. Yep. They erased basically their whole 2,000 year, whatever. Mm-hmm. They, they tried to erase their whole history, probably don't even teach it anymore. Mm-hmm. And you've seen that with every other nation like that. They, they do this. This isn't something new. Oh, no, it's definitely a technique. I just... Uh... It, it, I want to encourage, you know, obviously people that are going to listen to us blabble about this are on the same page, I'm sure. But I just, you know, I can't encourage enough 
to get into your own country's culture, even if it's got like dark past to it or whatever. This is this is all we're all redeemable, you know. We're we're all going to screw up and we're redeemable and that's part of the journey. And if you erase that past where you were say say I I I just took what I am right now. You know, like a try hard, I'm trying hard, 100% in, you know, Christian. If you took my past away of all my sinning in like ways that I didn't even see of like how bad I was. If you took all that away, how would I appreciate what I am now and where I've, what I've moved to now? You you can't, it's impossible. That's that's why it's important to erase it because then you don't appreciate that. It took this nation from 1776 to what, like 1860s. That's over a little bit over a hundred years, less than a hundred years to abolish slavery to the point that we had a civil war. Many men died, black and white. Many men died. Yeah. And they they want to... A lot of foreigners. And too. they want to criticize... Like many, a lot of immigrants. Many, yeah. um, and they want to criticize our country. And you, we should get on our knees and thank God of how quickly of a, for the, a nation to evolve mm-hmm. to the point where... Before before uh, Wildred Wilson became president, after the administration administration of Abraham Lincoln, they said black people were represented in the White House as staffs, as you know, they had uh, important positions because mm-hmm. many were educated, many were tradesmen, they knew their things, so they started working there, and it was Woodrow Wilson that booted them all out, <laughs> dude. And who was he? Uh, Democrat probably didn't like the point that they got. He lost his slaves. No, you did to my daddy. What's crazy now? God, we got to get to some, uh, Oh, some news, but what's crazy now is that I don't see a difference between a Democrat and a Republican anymore. In fact, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I respect the Democrats more than I do the rhino, the, the, the traditional Republicans that we got. You know, pull out the MAGA crowd. The traditional Republicans that we got, I got zero respect for them. Well, there's a few. Say Rand Paul, there's a few of them. There's some good guys on there. But the the left, at least you know they're trying. You know, they ain't messing around. You know, they they are 100% trying, and you could see where they're going, where this side over here, it's like, are you guys even trying? What's happening over here? You know, you got... Although there's, I, the, there's the some problem, stuff happening right the, now. The problem also <laughs> that in, be, in between the ranks of the, the Republican Party or even like the, the the Libertarian parties, I believe there's so many rhinos in there, dude. I think they're they're in there to sabotage it. You know, I, I believe they went in there at like a, uh, what is it, a, a wolf in sheep clothing. And they got, because... There was many Republicans who voted for this last money to go to Ukraine again. While Hawaii gets no money, Flint, Michigan still has no clean water to drink. But yet, Ukraine, we're uh, supporting their pension plan over there. Hmm. Oh, I didn't even listen to this lady's interview. Yeah. Um, let's let's get into the news. I think Larry Elder should be vice president. We gotta we gotta at least start this here, huh? It's not a very good news uh, transition. You have to.
to force behaviors, and at BlackRock we are forcing behaviors. <laughs> I think we should have that one German uh, pharmaceutical saying, "Oh, we were making a special batch for batch. ourselves." Batch. <laughs> it was like he said, "Batch." Yeah. Really weird. <laughs> <laughs> that should be our transition. I'm going to get it all wrong here. I might have to jump around to find this little spot. But Carrie Lake was on PBD podcast. Yeah. Uh, also known as Valuetainment. And uh, wow, you guys. Um, I watched about an hour of this last night. And I, I uh, at one point, I put my hands together and was thanking God for Carrie Lake. Because she's amazing. Uh, you I know, think, you, you you can think whatever you want to think about her, but there's a. I'll try to cue the clip up here. Uh, you can go. You can go ahead and talk. I'll try to cue the clip up. But uh, it's it's something else to listen to her talk about why she is pursuing the election fraud and election interference uh, oh, cases because no. everybody in this room, well, not everybody, a couple people in this room are saying you're not going to win. By complaining about the last election, you know, like that's not going to get you to the finish line. And he goes, and he ba- anyway. I'll, I'll let her speak for there, herself, there, but you there, can say something. Well, first of all, I'm a Larry Elder fan, not fan. I like him. Mm-hmm. I like his word. He's been steady for many years. My vote for him for vice president. Okay, plain and simple. Next, yeah. let's play her, and then I'll comment after that. He is definitely a number. Uh, Number one for me uh, after Trump. So if, uh, but I don't know if they're going to let Larry Elder even, like, I don't think writing in Larry Elder would even work because I don't know if they're going to let him on the. Dude, they, they, they've been literally back blackballing him from going up there because they know that man will tear them to pieces. You seen that guy debate? Yeah, oh, no, Larry Elder's sure. the man, dude. That guy is a, a master teacher, a master of debater. Don't mess with him, dude. I'm thinking the swamp. Okay, I got you. So, uh-huh. so All right, let's listen to this lady. So where I'm going with... Uh, Turn her up, bro, I can't hear. Where you're right right now. So you're saying you would rather fight for your beliefs on what happened and give up every other possibility of what you could do to go prove that you were right. Okay, so I think they're thinking you're going to give up quickly. I think they think I went past the part. He basically asks her. He gives her the two options. Uh, you can be senator, governor, president, even, but you don't ever figure out and get to the bottom of the election fraud, or you get to the bottom of the election fraud, but you don't ever get to be president, governor, or senator. And she goes. Without hesitation, she goes, you know what my choice is. And it literally, I just, my brain exploded. Because she this wants is, to put a sword in that dragon's heart, huh? This is exactly what kind of politicians we need. We need politicians that they don't want that position. The position doesn't matter to them. The money, the position, whatever. It's the purpose. What you're doing there is what matters. You know, like getting this done is more important than getting than winning governorship for her. And it was pretty amazing to hear her. I need to find this. Let me, uh, let's see where are we at. 58. I'll go back five minutes here. Let's listen. 
person comes over, sits down, and says, um, "Yeah, that's got a great offer for you." Further over, coming from sorry guys, I didn't have up this. to the top and take me down. <laughs> I don't care about money. I don't care about even getting credit for saving our elections oh, and go. reforming I got them. Them. I really, bam, dude. I need to have a producer. My, my kids can catch. Where's, that's what where's I my? I hired you. For. Where's my producer? Ah. But what was really cool? This is how you do it. This is what a professional does, uh, my dog. You don't you don't make a bunch of noise like that. You just keep talking and go with the program. But what uh, David talks about is that he goes, "How?" I'll let him speak for himself. How did we? Well, let him speak for himself. I don't know if I have it in the right spot. You know, one day or two hours or three hours with all the technology that they have, the person doesn't show up to debate. So all I'm saying is, I think if this is truly something you want to go fight for, I hope you go all the way through because I think there is a reason why no one's ever. I don't want to listen to my dog on production over here. So, but what, what he basically talks about is he goes, how in the world did we go from single day voting to we're okay with 28 days now? We've all just decided, oh yeah, 28 days, that's fine. No problem. And, and somehow we've just accepted this insanity. And he kind of goes on to talk about how even his, his little kids like know that's insane. You can't count for 28 days. That's insane. No, I'm not going to be able to probably find it. Let me, let me, let me play a master. What's that? Hold on. Let me play this. The master. Uh, let me just, you know, he wants to be a tough guy. A lot of times you'll have, <laughs> you'll have, and, and it doesn't work very well. With How me. tough is it? A lot of times. Property from an elderly woman. Let me talk. Quiet. How tough is it? A lot of times. A lot of times. Yeah. That's all of his donors and special interests out there. <laughs> so that's what it is. That's what. And by the way, let me just tell you, we need a tickets. You can't get them. You know who has the tickets for the? I'm talking about to the television audience, donors, special interests, the people that are putting up the money. So it is. The RNC told us we have all donors in the audience, and the reason they're not loving me, the reason they're not. Excuse me. The reason they're not loving me is I don't want their money. I'm going to do the right thing for the American public. I don't want their money. I don't need their money. And I'm the only one up here that can say that. As 2015, President Donald Trump slam dunking the Bush family that was, by uh, himself. Yeah, that was a low energy jib. Dude, but that wasn't. He goes, I don't need their money. Dude, I don't he, want their money. He and dominated. Going, he dominated Jeb too. Dude, Jeb that's why they don't want him on the debate. Jeb was supposed to be the walk-in. He was just supposed to walk right in as a Bush, you know, and be the nominee. And, uh, oh, wow. that I remember that debate. That, that was an insane debate. That guy went really in there bad. going, no, nah, you ain't going to. You haven't heard from Jeb Bush since. <laughs> he literally disappeared off the earth. It, it basically, that's when they say that he became a star. I go, no, nah, dude, he just went in and uh, that, wow. <laughs> so to get back on my theme, I'll, I'll point to Trump. For all his flaws, all his whatever you want to say, you hate him. Blah, 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 blah. He's so mean. That dude is not apathetic. That dude has zero apathy towards <laughs> anything. He's going to go at you, and, you know, that's just, you know, and I appreciate it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know if I'd appreciate it if he was coming after me and he was like in my house right now. He'd probably be annoying, but I appreciate him being kind of a, 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 energized 
uh, endlessly energized fighter that is anything but apathetic. I like it. So well, I probably said it one too many times. But. If anyone is listening to this show and you guys are bored in front of the computer, <laughs> look up Santa Barbara local news and look up about the the articles that are being printed about that local election. The same dispute that's happening in Maricopa is in Santa Barbara over the recall vote over guess who? Gavin Newsom. Votes that weren't counted. People's votes who weren't. And so people who voice voice were silent are... Dang, no kidding? In Santa Barbara? Yeah. They're still doing stuff? They're still... I I just... I, I I tell you one of my favorite... There's one good news station in Santa Barbara still. It, it reads the newspaper, and they have new stuff in there. I guess you can call it conservative radio, but they're they're actually pretty good. There's some good hosts. I'm going to have to get some clips of them. Yeah, that the this podcast or this, uh, I don't know what you want to call it, video podcast from PBD with Carrie Lake. Dude, they, excellent show. They kind of go into, you know, has there ever been an election that was overturned later? It was kind of interesting because there's a history of Arizona, I think 1917, it was either I think it was either the governor or senator, but uh, a year later they actually removed you know after finding fraud they removed the wow. the sitting and put in this guy. A so new guy. there is history for it. There's a one time, but it's like been a hundred years. Well, wow. But um, uh, I mean, I'm not. I don't think anybody's expecting any of that. You know, there, there's a lot you could say about all that. I I have to say when I think back on. The way that it all kind of happened as far as it felt a, like a coup. To, there's a studio dog checking in. Nice. Hey. It felt like a coup to me because as soon as he assumed the leadership, uh, you know, based on January 6th, uh, Viking hat dude, they were so scared they militarized the White House, completely encircled it in giant fences and I remember all this, all the military they were sending there, and there were tons of reports about how they were purging any Trump loyalist. That's what that was, is they were, bring, they were literally cycling in military from around the United States into, the, uh, into D.C. for like whatever shifts they would do. And they, they would cycle in people from around the U.S., and they were uh, purging and... Um, what do you call that? Where you you kind of validate that the person's on your side? You know, they were uh, identify. Yeah, they were. You know, anybody that had a any kind of allegiance to Trump, uh, they would either not get invited to the DC uh, exercises. You know, they, yeah. they they didn't really call them like I don't think they ever really called it like uh, oh we got to do this to defend the White House. You know, it was it it had an exercise look to it to me, but. Uh, you know, that's the first time in my lifetime I've ever seen the White House encircled by military like that. Well, there's been times, bro. Encircled by the military? Yeah, man. Huh. I don't remember any of that. I, Andrew Jackson's party? No, I'm saying during my lifetime. No, yeah. no, 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 no. That, no. Oh, dude, no. no. Crap went down in D.C. back in the day, for sure, well, remember, dude. There's like was it, was it under fought. the Obama administration? That a person walked onto the lawn and just went up to the door and entered, and there was no security. Yeah. Actually, went in there and everything. There's been stuff like that, dude. You know, there's a story. This gets. This you is, imagine if honestly, whether I like Mr. Obama or not, that if his family was down there and that guy was crazy or something, dude. 
Seriously, that's like wow. This gets uh, let's go, <laughs> let's go over here real quick. It gets to the little transition that um, I heard on a podcast that kind of ties into that White right. House. Uh, God save the Queen, man. Uh, the Elvis apparently Nixon. Does that sound about right? That made him an FBI agent. No, but he there was something about Nixon doing something that either pissed off Elvis or I can't remember if it made him happy or pissed him off, but he literally was like, I'm flying to the White House right now. And so, you know, like, I guess Elvis was known for this type of crazy, uh, you know, just <laughs> impulsive acts where he just, I'm flying to go meet the president, you know, and he basically rolled up to the fence and said, you know, I'm Elvis, I want to talk to the president. You know, and the uh, Secret Service, uh, they granted him access, which is pretty crazy, by the way. But uh, they, when they patted him down, he was able to get into the White House, and he still had his ankle holster. They missed the ankle holster when Dude. they patted him down. Dude. Because allegedly, Elvis was strapped. Dude always had multiple guns on him. Like, he was, he's literally like Matrix guy. <laughs> had all these guns, you know? Uh, he would try to go to the airport and, like, take all of his guns through. <laughs> He'd be like, you know, what's the problem? You know, I want to take, this is my favorite pistol. I want to take that one. <laughs> the airports. I, I think I, back then you kind of could more than you can now. But I, I, uh, I've heard of people like that, like, that Prince, that singer, that he would get up and he had an assistant in the house out there in, in Minnesota. And that one time he got up in the middle of the night, goes to his sister and goes, I want a giraffe. Can we get a giraffe? <laughs> yeah. And she's like, no, we can't get a giraffe. We can't? Well, what do you, we have to do all this, but okay, let's work on trying to get a giraffe. <laughs> it's like, there's no, what do you mean I can't get a giraffe? I want a giraffe. So, uh, tin foil hat, uh, episode 710 was... Uh, called was Elvis Presley an occult? But uh, this I don't know if it's got the guy's name. Dude, doesn't, you doesn't have the the researcher's name. But it was an absolutely fascinating two hour long conversation where I learned that Elvis was a Christian conspiracy theorist, uh, gun freak. Uh, like the dude sounded like he was awesome to hang out with. You know. Right up our alley, you know. Uh, there, the definitely not. Uh, I mean, I you hear that. this stuff, but you also hear of his humanity of how many people he helped out while he. Because remember, back then they drove to a lot of gigs, and people that were broken down, families that were there, he he helped out a lot, Dude, a lot he, of people. There's so many stories of of his kindness of of just helping people. There's also. Stories of his racism and that he was this and that. Oh, really? I yeah, heard there's that a part. lot of stories that they bring up like that. But, you know, do, do you hear about his kindness. You hear about things like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I appreciated. I, for some reason, I wrote kind of wrote Elvis off. I just never was into that kind of music. But now that, you know, I'm trying to uh, trying to maintain a little bit of a narrow path when I when it comes to consuming uh, content, music, and movies and all that stuff where... I have a little bit more appreciation towards Elvis just knowing that a lot of his songs he's singing about, you know, God and Jesus and uh we all, you know, we the all Lord remember and all the, that stuff. It's pretty sweet. I like we it. all remember the bloated guy 
and unfortunately they had him, which is oh that noted they, they I, had that poor guy so drugged up. No, the 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 uh, and that and he so, talks about all that. It's fascinating. And, yeah, and so and so they had him all drugged up, and so you figured whatever, whatever, whether he died or whatever they want to say, but yeah, dude, they changed him from what he was to you know what I mean. I, I mean, but they they couldn't let him sleep. I hear there's stories up here in Oxnard that he stopped here and did a show. So he's driving from Frisco to L.A. and that he would stop in certain spots just mm-hmm. to do a show real quick. Mm-hmm. So cool. I read something that um, that Willie Nelson played at the Oxnard Theater downtown. Right there, it's not uh, called the Oxnard Theater. It's what is it called? Tech Tech the. It's a weird name theater down there. It's old. The one right on Oxnard and was that Fifth Street, Fourth Street? Oh, the Oxnard Theater. Yeah, the old, yeah. old, but uh, the Civic Theater, the Civic Auditorium, whatever they call it. There's a. I wish I'd get all this. We had we had a factual stuff, but he actually has a studio recording right there. Our uh, Oxnard, ca- our county cool. uh, in the fifties and sixties and the forties and the seventies, towards the eighties and the nineties, the, they closed this bar. They called it a Bandar, the Bandar. And it was a honky talk bar in the middle of Ventura. Hmm. And, this was country back and, then, oh, in those days. Dude, you, know, you were way out in the country. They, out there's, there's, there's a famous store out here. They called Gleason's or Glassons, and they used to say that Ventura was uh, Bakerfield by the ocean. And so, yeah, well, I don't know about that. <laughs> so they, it, well, Johnny Cash had his grand, his mother had a house up here, and yeah, this area is is. Very famous for country music. Huh, At least it did back in the days. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I also, that was uh, my podcast shout out here. If anybody's looking for a cool uh, deep dive on Elvis, uh, you can go to the Tinfoil Hat Show with Sam Tripoli. He's awesome. And then I also listened What's to. What's that show I told you I was listening to of his? Mm-hmm. I know you don't like him, but I told you it's pretty damn good. Too. Oh, yeah, with um, Conspiracy Social Club. If you want to really honestly see a a guy who's kind of like woke, truly, truly in heart, and Sam Tripoli debate, because Sam Tripoli's a lot, I mean, legit uh, conservative and really knows his stuff. I liked it, Hollywood. I really liked yeah. the damn show because I liked that arguing that they had. It yeah. was legit. I just I, I I like the you know not, and I'm sorry I didn't mean to interrupt you on that. I like not having to agree, you know, it's no fun to just sit there and agree with everybody, but there's something about Brian Callen that rubs me the wrong way and maybe that's that's part of the appeal of the show, I guess, huh? But uh he's yeah, just he's I really hard. <laughs> he's he's painful. It's like, "Oh my gosh, you're so naive, dude." But it but but doesn't he re- really represent that that side? And they think, and and when you see, and when you hear Brian Collin argue with with uh, Sam, he really is arguing honestly that their point yeah. to him. So it's to me, okay, it's you can see it. But they, you know what? Lazy way. Nine out of ten, more than nine, probably ten times out of ten, he usually comes to the side of Tripoli. He eventually will come to the side of Tripoli. He admitted on a podcast with Joe Rogan recently, one of those yeah. fight clubs. That, and Joe Rogan basically laughs. Yeah, he has all that. full <laughs> respect awesome. to Champ Tripoli. Yeah. Has full no, love. No, they were all Tripoli. trashing him. They were all kind of laughing. Yeah. 
Uh, my next show, I'll just, I just got three, and I'll run through them real quick here. Uh, the Corbett Report had an awesome uh, re-stream of a 2012, uh, no, it was like an old podcast that he did. Maybe it was five years ago he did the podcast, but it's of a CIA agent named Fletcher Prouty, and uh, very famous, a lot of people recognize the name, but uh, that was an absolutely fascinating interview, huh. kind of going through the jfk uh situation he breaks down the oil uh you know like he breaks down oil out of you know as a as a cia agent you know would and you're just going dang it's very fascinating it kind of it fits into a lot of what we're seeing today is kind of where i want to hear more interesting i want to hear more of that older story of oil because we played some old clips of kings of jordan talking about that and i'm always looking for more pieces to add add to that story i want to hear this now yeah it's really good yeah um, i'll try more... I'll, I'll leave what i'll do is i'll put a i'll drag a link into the description so you guys can just click on it hopefully. yeah and, and, I'm, and i'm sorry but i'm referring to the oil embargoes of the 70s mm. there's really dude so much stuff hasn't come out and all that stuff that's what i'm saying yeah there's not a lot of news clips about it. And then, obviously, Joe Rogan experience is always a great show, but the Dave Smith uh, 2025 episode just from a couple weeks ago, that was amazing. They they went for almost an hour straight breaking down all the nuances of what went on during COVID. It's basically the show that I've wanted to do with you guys for a while where we, we take it from step one of, you know, you know, basic, I mean, just... All the little nuances that went on that we've forgotten about, you know, the, the oh, lines. Yes, remember, yes. remember in the grocery store how they put a line in the middle of the aisle? So you had to go down one side and the other person had to go down the other side. Like there were so many of these little incidences of just. And I'm and I'm, ugh, and I'm so appreciative, man, because my brother Josh, at least he he gets to that his death isn't isn't forgotten. And mm-hmm. all this stuff is starting to come out and. Yeah, dude, I, I I feel, you know, I can't be vindicated, you know, but I still feel like, heck yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because no. everyone talked about it, how it was just this crazy theories, and man, I'm just, I'm just glad that we're, we're, we weren't crazy. Yeah, we got to give props to No Agenda for that. Oh, uh, if I hadn't, our senseis. If I hadn't been listening to No Agenda, I guarantee you I wouldn't have handled COVID, you know, as smooth as I did, and by me handling it smooth, everybody in my family, my kids, you know, every my mom, everybody in my family was able to handle it smooth. You know, they didn't overreact or whatever. And I, I and I'll be honest with you, Hollywood. There, they have a um, a donation segment, and they read comments or they'll read a letter or something. And thank God for many nurses and doctors and people that worked in that industry that would write letters to them to really give us the inside. Oh, wonderful shows, you know? Okay, so uh, it's pretty crazy stuff going on there. They are attempting, I think they're going to attempt to impeach, uh, put impeachment proceedings on Biden uh, based on all these wire transfers from his son uh, going a lot of times to Biden and his family members. 
but a lot of it, a lot of the issue is, is that his son would go on these trips with him. Did you, know, you did you see the? So it's kind of it's going to be interesting how this goes down. You see how he gets questioned in Congress, and they actually played the video, the recording to Garland. Yeah. Of of uh, Joe Biden bragging in front in Congress, nice. so he can't say to listen. He put the Garland's board up. The worst, though. I have the thing, You're and gonna... he's still saying he had the gold to say. The question started by asking. <laughs> Do you know about the problem with Hunter Biden? He goes, have you heard about it? He goes, no. It's pointless. He goes, are you serious? Yeah, the, the guy is. And so that's where he just brought the hammer down. So it's, it's now, now the question. You don't get any satisfaction wait, wait, wait. from him, though. But the question, dog, I understand that. But you get now, no satisfaction from that guy. But you have, like I, I, what was funny about that, we talked about it last show. The evidence was played in front of him. I know. And he's, that if you and I, if that was a, us, if that was a video about uh, or a recording about us, you and I would be in jail right now. Yeah. I, are you saying? No, oh, I'm sorry, but oh my. No, get goodness. fired up. I was just joking. Oh, been wanting to play that. Uh, yeah, you, you, uh, I mean, I don't, so this is the scenario is, is playing out in front of us that, you know, Either, either, either way, Biden's acting like he's going crazy, or he's literally losing his his cognition. As we see, they're not going to be able to run him again. So, what they're what it almost looks like they're going to do is maybe try to prosecute him out. You know, try to push him out that way. And then what? Kamala will then go in? No, because I, I, I don't think Kamala. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know how that works because she's she's supposed to just get. Put in there, but then someone's got to become vice. That would be the Speaker of the House. That guy, that guy would become Vice President. McCarthy. Wow. Yep. yep. Interesting. Yep. He's the next in line. Remember that was the whole, the whole uh, thinking of uh, Pelosi that she wanted Trump out yeah. because then, yeah. I don't know. It, it, you know, it's just so frustrating because a lot. Pretty much a hundred percent of the information that's coming out now, we've all known and been talking about probably on this show for two years. <laughs> so it's really hard to deal with. Oh yeah, we're gonna go get him right now, and it's like, dude, we've been talking about this. This is the same thing we were talking about two years ago. Dude, I have everybody a video. called you crazy. I, I, our senseis, as much as I enjoy them, they, they're not gonna say they stole from us, but we had the theory first, and we have proof. Anyways, you know what's. Fascinating with no agenda. You can correct me here. They don't. They don't hit on the Bidens as hard as we do. Like, Hunter. oh, they do. Yeah, they do. I mean, they, yeah, they, they do. Yeah, they do. They do hit they? on both. Yeah, they do. They get so they hit on, and they, it isn't even that they have to. It's just what that's what the administration gives them. Yeah, and they've been accused of being Trumpers for a long time. Uh, so what I'm finding fascinating, kind of going through the news wires here. This is actually kind of a Republican, you know, this is Fox News, uh, Bartiromo lady, Maria Bartiromo. And she is basically in this interview going after uh, Gates and saying that you single-handedly are going to screw up everything by by doing this holdout. And what he wants is a single line item budget so that, we're not sending money to Ukraine, 
you know, the only way we can get our budget passed, it's all in one package, is to get it passed and then send money to Ukraine. That's in the package. I gotta, you, you can't I, separate them out. And his whole angle, and I, I think it's a completely valid request, is you can't put that kind of stuff in there. It's got to be the American people's stuff. No. You know, whatever, like military, whatever, all our stuff. And then, you know, you can't have this omnibus package where it just is full of, of handouts and, you know. And that's what um, I had an email sent to me by our local congresswoman. Told us she's a D. So her whole email was about attacking that the what the federal government is going to close. It's not going to not gonna issue no checks. It's going to, it's going to, mm-hmm. you know. And who did she blame, of course? Matt. And that who, what was she, what was he going to stop from going out? And she started listening to all these handouts, all these handouts. And you're going, okay. Now. Hmm. Yeah, that's I, 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 I believe, I thank God that there is the handout when you oh, need it. Democrat, you said. But, dude, listen to that listing. Uh, I mean, I, I know I brought this up at one point. I think it was right about the beginning of summer when, no, it was a couple months before summer because they were thinking about closing down the government back then for something. I can't remember what they were waiting to sign on. Budget. And he was kind of a hold, or maybe it was the Speaker of the House stuff when he was kind of holding out for that. I think that's but, what it was. But at one point, I had this flash in my head that, because the MAGA, you know, we're talking uh, non-Republican, non-Democrat, I would almost say independent is probably more accurate than MAGA, but I'm just referring to them as MAGA. The there's ten of these kind of freedom caucus type uh congressmen, congresswomen. Yeah. And they're awesome. And I honestly think that the Republicans see these guys as a serious threat, very similar to the um Tea Party. Well, it's kind of like a Tea Party it, feel to it, where it's America first. We're not sending money to Israel anymore. We're not sending money to Uzbekistan anymore. We're not, you know, like it, and and it and it freaks out the Rhino Republicans because they got their kids on the boards of these energy companies oh, in Uzbekistan and dude. you know all these places. So they're like, no, we need to send the money over there. <laughs> you know, like, and uh, that's what I really like about these. Uh, MAGA guys, but anyway, sorry, uh, and then I'll finish up, that I saw this this vision that they're going to frame them for messing everything up, you know, like, uh, they're going to frame the MAGA group as the ones that, you know, they're the ones that are not allowing the military to be paid, you know, just like you were saying in your in your Democratic uh, email, I, yeah, 100%, uh, I see that coming, but, uh, you know, I think the Republicans are doomed, dude. Like a, a regular rhino Republican running as a Republican anymore. It just doesn't have the same uh, oomph it used to. There, there's no faith really in a Republicans. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm rambling now. Well, we'll let uh, Matt Gates ramble here. 
by the way, don't give Kevin McCarthy credit for the fact that we're moving on to these four appropriations bills. That was the deal that House conservatives foisted upon Kevin McCarthy when he couldn't just move the big spending bills without moving the bills that cut spending. We said, no, no, no. You have to move bills like the state and foreign ops bill because we don't think we should be borrowing money from China to go fund gay pride parades in Prague or LGBTQ uh, you know, seminars in Indonesia. We don't think that that's a good use of our money. And the right. only way to do this, Maria, is line by line. Kevin wants it in one big up or down vote. Keep the government open. Shut it down. I'm saying single subject spending well, bills. It's the only way to break the fever and liberate ourselves from this out of control spending. Well, he's doing the four bills next week. So because we're, we're making him because we're making him doing it. So to push. Yeah. And it's the last minute. The uh, September, the end of this month is like the deadline. Yeah. And he's wait. you know, so now to blow up all of the wins that you all have had now which wins please enumerate them well okay well how about the fact that he has set up a weaponization committee to investigate the doj whether they're involved in a cover-up that's how about the fact that he is hold on how about the fact that he hold on how about the fact that he has set up the china select committee to keep china to account Mm. and of course he has launched this uh, inquiry into impeachment potentially for president biden is that not what you want None of those things are deliverables. Those are steps in a process. Setting up a committee is an end unto itself only in Washington, D.C. The American people demand results. Hold on, I'll let you talk. These these committees have done nothing to reduce inflation. They've done nothing to actually constrain the Biden government. We can set up committees and have hearings and yell at people, but at the end of the day, if we still send the check to fund a weaponized government, having a weaponization subcommittee is little relief to the American American people. And if any of this was serious, we would be sending out subpoenas and compelling process the way the January 6th committee did. We should yeah. be operating mm-hmm. like them. Instead, we're playing patty cake with the Bidens. We're allowing Actually, them to get away with it. And we're yeah. funding it. We're sending the money. If we were serious, use this, the power of the purse. The speaker joined me a week ago. And how can I just had this flash to you? How can you fund the January 6th stuff as a Republican? Yeah. How can you vote for that anymore? Like, it's over. You cannot keep doing this. It's, it's past. It's over. The American people are we're literally, we don't care about January 6th anymore. We're moving on. And meanwhile, you're locking people up and still picking people up. So this, this is, a, this, like I said, I said it before, I'll say it again. I respect the Democrats more than a Republican at this point. Because... <laughs> Because the Republican's over here acting like he's on your side. Well, I'm going to say about this Matt Gates. Um, he's been now on Tim Pool now three times. He just recently went I did, on. I didn't get to listen to about it. About it. And, um, did you listen? Was yes. it good? Yeah, I mean. Blowhard or pretty good? No, no. Nice. I mean, to the point that he likes being on Tim Pool's show, it must work for him too. He must have a nice upkick, uptick for his side for going on Tim Pool. Oh, man. And Tim Pool's audience, I think, is very versatile because remember he's a, he's an original. Uh, what's that? Um, occupied Wall Street. Like, he's legit. Yeah, he's legit. So yeah, the Tea Party was what started all this. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it so, was kind of Ron Paul. Uh, oh, he's a big. He was a big Ron Paul fan. They've interviewed him too. Yeah, it, yeah. it metamorphed. It changed into MAGA. Now Trump kind of. It's a little bit different, I guess. Though the Wall Street. Uh, that whole thing was slightly different than MAGA, I'd say. 
and and again, he was on. He's Similar. been on it, and he was one of the first. And Taylor, she's been on it too. She hasn't been on it lately. Huh? I don't know, Taylor. Mary, Mar- Mar- that girl, Marjorie Taylor. Oh, yeah. Okay. She's been on it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I, I could see Gates going on there. And he's had other her. sides. Like, he's invited. He's openly has. He goes, I've invited the Democrats to come here. I've invited. He'll get left people. He'll get support yeah. of the Democrats. He gets a good group the, in there, and they get into a good discussion. To me, though, the there's just so many little times where you kind of go, Oh, this, these guys, they're all after themselves. They want all our tax money and they want to send it wherever they want to send it because they got their little deals in foreign countries where they want to send it to. And I appreciate Matt Gates a lot for standing his ground on, uh, um, you know, talk about a guy that is not apathetic. You know, he's, he's like putting up to, you know, kind of like, Kind of like what old Trump just said, right? I'm for the American people. I'm I'm for the Amer- I'm here to do my job. I'm I'm here to actually do my job. I, yeah, I um, because the money is really the only power. I think that Congress really can sway is the funding of things, you know. So if you can somehow, but that's that's why they get them all. Uh, they get all their kids' jobs and boardrooms across the, <laughs> <laughs> the world so that they can. Yeah, you're That's gonna so send true. that. That's you're so gonna true. send that money to uh, Israel. That's so true, man. Uh, but I did want to point this out. Everybody's heard this. Um, oh wait, not that one. Uh, if a shutdown did occur, we would still pay the salaries for about ten. You know, fit. I think it's fifty thousand Ukrainians. What? Yeah. So uh, this was on 60 Minutes, I think. What is this? Uh, yeah, 60 Minutes. Wow, look at them doing some reporting over here. 60 Minutes discovered the U.S. is financing more oh, than weapons yes. in Ukraine. The government is buying seeds, fertilizer for farmers, paying the salaries of 57,000 first responders, and subsidizing small businesses. And and if you tra- and you train dogs to look for cadavers, they'll pay for you in Ukraine. So all you dog trainers go out to Ukraine and start training some dogs out there. They'll, you'll get money from the America from the government. Yeah, the this is Colin Rugg from X. The United States will pay Ukrainian salaries. What if I but, don't want? But furlough American citizens in the impending government shutdown. Your government hates you and loves war. If Congress fails to pass a spending plan, the U.S. government will shut down at the end of the month. Doesn't he look like a little worm, dude? That Zelensky. Yeah. Look at him, dude. He looks like a like a small man in a big chair. Like Smurf. Look at that. Like a Smurf or something. Yeah. I mean, even even Biden looks better than he does, and that's a lot to say there, man. Like, why can't he just wear a suit? Oh no, no, no. He. We're at war. Look, he has the brand new shoes on. I know, on. but you're not in Ukraine at war right no, now. No, no, you're he's... in the White House. Like, wear a suit. He what, is... What is this? Bro. I know. If, if you if you have a favorite player, you wear his jersey, right? <laughs> so if you have a favorite dictator, you wear his gear. Exactly. No agenda so said, uh, no agenda goes, it's his costume. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh... Castro would have worn this. Uh, I just... Like, is that how heavy the propaganda is? Dude. For us right now is that we cannot see this guy in a suit because it'll ruin the illusion or something. Dude, he's afraid. 
the speaker, it's not him. The speaker it's of whoever, Canada's uh, parliament oh yeah, just I got that. stepped down. Yeah, check this out. I got that. Because that of so this fool. Awesome. Because of this fool. And the Canadian people you go into, the comments are ecstatic. And my, did you hear, before you did, do you hear Trudeau? Blames everyone else except himself. Oh, of course. Oh, no. Well, and he's, oh. No, not that. You don't have the PM um, resigning after this? Uh, I was going to play this first, and then we'll go to the. No, you got to play. He, I, I have a three-sequence uh, right. article clip. Because right. it, right. it started out very respectable. We're honoring a veteran, mm-hmm. my dog. I, um, you, we got to set this up for the Are people. you going to play all three? Because I got to go potty? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Yeah, so in the, the Canadian. This Hollywood's dream is when I get off the mic. Yeah, here, that's all mine now. You're all mine. Uh, but the as everybody leaves, they're like, Ew, that's gross. The Canadian uh, Parliament had this uh, honoring ceremony for, I, I'm sure it was a bunch of different veterans, but uh, <laughs> the one of the veterans that they honored is like a 98-year-old dude was part of the Secret Service in Nazi Germany and was actually part of... Uh, the Waffen SS, 114th Division. <laughs> and so the, the whole parliament gives him a standing ovation. Zelensky's speech received at least a dozen standing ovations. Oh. There was also one for this man, a 98-year-old Ukrainian-Canadian who fought for Ukrainian independence against the Russians during the Second World War. And then you end up finding out that that division uh, was responsible for basically massacring uh, tons of Polish, uh, tons of, I mean, it was uh, basically was murdering everybody, you know, uh, Slovenians, uh, Czechoslovakians, I can't even talk right now, but, and so they basically honored him, gave him, I think, two standing ovations, by the way, uh, not just one. And uh, needless to say, uh, I think it was like a day later, huh? Uh, this is Zero Hedge. Canada's speaker resigns after honoring Nazi, now wanted for extradition by Polish minister. So what's even crazier, so the UK, the speaker, which is like a super big deal, it's like the speaker of the house for us, uh, this guy never steps down, actually steps down from his position like uh, my dog was saying, Trudeau has passed the <laughs> the buck on to, I think, uh, Putin or something. And then now the, the final uh, wrap-up on this, <clears throat> Poland to seek extradition of former SS Nazi fighter honored in Canada, Canadian Parliament during Zelensky's visit. So now the, the Polish uh, <laughs> government is going, hey, Actually, we want to try this guy because if he he's who we think he is, you know, basically what I've heard, he was part. You know, this is the whole the hardest part with these some of these. Uh, this massacres. guy probably shook Adolf Hitler's hand. Oh, I don't, I don't know about that, but dude, he was part of the Wascott. Wa- yeah, the Waffen. But uh, there, I mean, there was multi- lots of divisions of Waffen, uh, and there's still. What a Jewish elite soldiers, or whatever, that their whole job is to hunt down ex Nazis. 
It's an open like that court that huh. hunt, that I didn't know that that uh, bounty hunt isn't done. That's why Poland has the right to go bring him over here. Nope, uh, if he's who he is, bring yeah. him over here. I'm trying to think, oh, it was I think it was Adam uh, Curry that mentioned he was like, "Where's the ADL right now? Where's the anti defamation league? Where's the?" Uh, what is it, the uh, ACLU or whatever, these guys that are supposed to be going after Nazis and going after people that are, you know, you're not supposed to sponsor a Nazi. Are you crazy? And, uh, and it's just radio silence. There's nothing, you know. It's it's like he's going to, they're going after twit, Twitter and uh, or X and Elon. And, and, and you don't think that it was Zelensky's way of trying to kiss up to that Oslop battalion in Ukraine? Hmm. Because yeah. they, someone knew who he was. Ugh. So Zelensky. you're telling me that he's not he's not pandering yeah. to maybe because imagine watch I'm going to bring him over to Canada and they're going to honor him. So you guys can see how the great yeah. Nazis are going to be honored. Yeah, I, I mean it's a tangent, but I'm not liking what I'm seeing with this um, southern border issue we got going right mm-hmm. now, where you look at who's coming across, you know, and it's uh, it's not um, it's not who you think it is. You know what I mean? These are fighting aged males, predominantly ninety percent of them coming across are fighting aged males, and I start to kind of think about the summer of love. I know I'm going to speculate here, so get ready. But I think about the summer of love, and what I wonder is happening. A lot of times, because there was that big break in in uh, Philadelphia this weekend, where they they broke into like literally every store on two or three blocks straight and just took everything. That and they they arrested twenty. That's yeah. it. Uh, yeah, I mean, but what I'm starting to wonder is: so they arrest these twenty. Uh, uh, they're going to be the twenty, and they're going to be you. Because I. What I think you do is you go, hey, we're going to release you, uh, and you will not be prosecuted for this, but we will need uh, information or a favor down the road. And it's kind of in conjunction with your, uh, you know, your record being expunged. You got to kind of be on our leash and help us if we need help with something. No way. You don't think that happens? Yeah. Because nope. that's that's what I wonder is going on with the Antifa types back in the Summer of Love and even before that where there were constant uh, people talking about how these there would be certain people that would get busted on, you know, get oh. arrested and then get let out and get arrested. And because other, the district attorneys of those cities like San Francisco, the famous one and the one in Portland would do that. I, I don't think it's just that, though. I think part of it is that, but the other part of it is you by us letting you go you agree to come back and do this again oh yeah so they create they incentivize and create this this mob it's almost it's almost like they have to go mob otherwise they're they might go to jail for whatever they were doing prior to this mobbing thing that they're doing now maybe they lose their benefits maybe they lose their medical insurance maybe they lose their 401k maybe they lose something i don't know who they work if antipas and inc so it, if you, you know? yeah, I agree. If you apply that to the immigrants coming in, the the refugees or whatever you call them, yeah, 
you know, these people are very desperate. They will do anything you want them to do. Just don't, just don't send me back. I need to stay here. And so if, if they go, Hey, you know, you know, maybe we need you to do, uh, maybe we need you to help with this protest. Do you mind maybe helping with this protest? So you got, you got millions, you got over 10 million people now that have came in under Biden in, uh, what, three years? 10 million people came through. Then you got all of Antifa already mobilized uh, and ready to go. They're very organized, and, you know, we've seen them in action. You got uh, the Black Lives Matter. Uh, seems like it's done and gone, but I guarantee you Black Lives Matter is just like Antifa, and they are organized and ready to go, too. Like, that, that'll be, so it'll be Black Bloc, Antifa, the old BLMs, kind of stronghold the the holdouts and then like uh curry says they're going to bring in this uh refugee slash immigrant they're, they're going to call it like oh we're you well, know they're we're just immigrants we're trying to like become americans you we can, love america you, 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 and so they will be out there fighting too you can already you know see protesting i should say that our media including youtube and everything else they're egging it on they're playing a lot of videos like Chicago. Oh, the people of Chicago are saying they're tired of immigrants. New York. Oh, the people of New York are tired of immigrants. Oh, this is the whole thing. I believe, like we've talked about it, we're not hearing about drag show queens anymore. The media's not talking about it. We're not allowed to speak about it at all. Now the new thing is immigration. And the immigrants are here. And now everybody's getting all ticked off and all this stuff. Ah, I'm yelling yep. and screaming. Now that's the new yelling and screaming. You know? Yep. Now it's not no more who, what's a woman. No more that's what's this. No, no, no. Now it's, you can see that they're blowing on that fire. They want us to get at it with each other. They want to see it because it's the same group that allowed Antifa to do what they wanted to do. They believe that this whole new people come in is their army is going to get their agenda through. Yeah. They're shock troops. Yeah. Yeah. When they start doing these crimes. Oh, no one. What? That's why they have these DAs. What? Oh, just that's why all these DAs in these major cities. I just I don't know if I still have, but I was listening to a report of a congressman in, in Texas talking about there's 900 uh, voting. uh uh, what do you call it? Illegal voting things happening. Nine hundred cases for them, but the Texas DAs blocked it, changed laws, where his office that used to prosecute these things are no longer allowed. They have to go, dude. So they've set this whole. We talked about this. Our judicial system. You see how uh, old uh, this administration has been ramming down judges, dude. Ramming down. All these crazy that you hear. That's it's almost like watching a, a. You have that famous one where they ask that uh, that uh, that teacher. Oh, I don't have it. Anymore. Ah, you trigger some people. Remember? Yeah, <laughs> I find your questioning uh, transphobic. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Dude, this is so crazy. Dude, if you would have uh, had it, it would have transitioned so good. Yeah, I'm trying to add in some new uh, new fresh sounds. Don't here, mess but, with uh, the classics. Eh? I shouldn't probably, but... Uh, I did want to do a couple flashes from the past here, since we're kind of talking Antifa and all these types. I do have to say, you know, it's something that needs to be brought up that, you know, I I talked about, what, four different type of separate entities that are able to organize, intimidate, uh, terrorize, take over uh, city blocks. And there's there's four different groups there, well, I, I, three at least that have been doing it. I guess the fourth is speculation that might do it. But when you think about the other side, so these are all leftist, wacko, communist, you know, I don't know what you want to call them, communist, Marxist, or whatever, even though they, they uh, jump up and down that uh, the other side's the fascist. But when you think about it, there is nothing on the other side. There is no, there's no group that can meet that type of protest head on on our side. There's nothing. Well, we did have, but they got arrested as races. Yeah, the they Proud got Boys. arrested. They got arrested. Any group that yeah. would stand up against them. Remember, we uh, just saw. I just saw in Rebel News the same kind of thing where they had protesters against these drag shows or something like that, and here came uh, these agitators, and they were rough to the protesters, but who did the police arrest? The protesters. Right. Not the guys who went in there. Okay. okay, and that's what's happening. And that's why I'm telling you that that rant I just went through. Well, I mean, I agree. I just think it needs to be pointed out that we have no resistance to their uh, organized and open terrorism. So just uh, take that chew on it this is a chicago police video from i want to say three years ago this was when they were going to go to tear down the columbus tear down columbus's statue in chicago is on it's some park and this cop you'll kind of remember i don't know if you remember this incident where they the cops basically got surrounded and they were getting pelted with like they were stuck in this little thing and they were getting pelted with all this stuff. But this cop kind of, you know, he, his commander goes through and talks about how organized, uh, and I don't know if this is Antifa or Black Block, but it's very fascinating. It's not going to be the best for the listeners, but we'll describe it. Worse uh, and turn into a riot situation. Uh, a lot of these individuals put up umbrellas and hid behind those banners among the foliage down the hill. Uh, so are shielded from our officer's site who are on the ground. Um, and as you can see where the arrow is pointing out, uh, this is just showing an individual changing from his clothing into all black clothing. And you'll see as the video progresses how they form up and march toward uh, the statue. So here, again, a lot of the uh, protesters are moving in front to shield this group who are all changing clothes and preparing uh, weapons to be thrown at the officers who are standing at the statue, which is... So he's showing the video, and it's literally, what do you think, 50 black umbrellas? Yeah. So they all have umbrellas popped open. Because they know they're being recorded, that's why. Exactly. But this is organized... So that means that they they have such an insight. They know the cameras are there. They know what they're going to do. 
that's why, again, that's why I, I, if Carrie Lake did say what she said, that I wouldn't even want this. I just want to know who the guy's giving the orders to do this. Names. Names. But uh, the Because or, how are they connected? Dude. Who are they bringing in that, it, that's doing that? They're looks, not teenagers. Te- I mean, you have to train. No, that this looks military. Yeah. Uh, you're either training weekly or possibly daily to do this type of maneuvering. They're... They're all, and so, so why, why, what I don't understand is, what I, what I don't understand is this. We have National Guards. We have all this. As soon as Antifa shows up, why is the National Guard just taking over there? Yeah. Because National Guard will mow them down. Yeah. The, without so, even weapons. They'll just mow them down. He kind of. Uh, why are they not allowed to go in there and go, no, no. Because now Antifa thinks that they can just show up. And that's what they're doing. They're well, showing up everywhere and causing but crap, hold, and they don't get arrested. Hold on. I'll tell you why. So this is at three minutes. If you look at the beginning of the video here, it's just a normal march. Everybody's dressed in normal clothes. There is no umbrellas on this protest. So the protest started as just a normal protest. Well, look at Everything, how large it is. Everything's cool, right? And you, that all those people are part of the protest? Yeah. Then that's scary because look at how many thousands of people are there. Yeah, no, the, I mean the the whole that that statue frenzy was real there for oh. a while. They were going after everything. Supposedly, they're still going after uh, George Washington's statue. But uh, bless you. it's uh, it's super fascinating to me to watch this overhead video of these umbrellaed black clad people because. Like the officer said, they all changed. So at one point, they all hid for each other, changed into black so that they cannot be identified anymore. Yeah. And uh, here we continue. Uh, protesters are moving in front to shield oh, this man, group I went too who far are back. all changing clothes and preparing Sorry, guys. approximately half a block away. And they're going to start moving in again, sync. you see the protesters moving in a platoon-like fashion uh, with the banner that is all connected by PVC pipes. It's like a shield, the uh, banner. The statue, and here's where they start uh, marching south in Grant Park towards the statue. The PVC pipe is then uh, taken apart from the banners, um, and a lot of that PVC pipe was sharpened on the ends to a point, uh, which was being jabbed at the officers up when they get closer to the uh, statue, and you'll see a video of that. So why wasn't the, the police officers allowed to open fire? Because now they're Increase being risked and with weapons. That's yeah. a weapon. No, I, I agree with that. Where, We've seen videos with where, the, where they get ticked off of a, because a black man brings out a knife and they shoot him. Yeah, where's the tear gas? Where's the where's tear gas? Anything? No, they Flashbang bombs, yeah. No, as soon as he he made a shank, that's a weapon. And any one oh, of dude. us know that we would have been shot. Yeah, the video goes on. Forming up. It, it shows cops getting drilled with water bottles. And they start moving. Who knows what else? But see them all move at the same time? How? You don't see it from this okay, video. Mud Dog, how did they all... this? Okay, we're watching this video. There's at least a 50-person long line. You know what, you know what Hollywood... And they all start moving at the same time. They all there's step a, there's at the same a, there's time. There's a lot of delusional people. So they got head they they got, earpieces yeah, in. Yeah. And they all want to be part of this uh, group. Because why did they go after the Proud Boys? Because they were starting to kick their ass. 
they were they were starting to expose who these were. And what did the government did? We all know who these are. The government went down and even went after everybody. The same thing they went after January 6th, the same thing they're going over our government, our President Trump, the same thing. They started with that with that group and they annihilated them. They arrested their leaders. They went after them. Mm-hmm. Why? Because they were effective against and and people. You all these little cream puffs are told that the police ain't going to do nothing to you. But as soon as you have some dudes that are knocking them out, you think those little cream puffs want to get knocked out? No, no. That's why they all put their masks and they're in this group because they're all cowards, dude. One on, it's like the old saying: one on one. They they couldn't last two minutes with us. Ban the group. And then being, and then again, I just, the officers didn't open fire while they had weapons and they were being poked. Are you kidding me? Yeah. No, like you said, there was a stand down order given just like there has been for a while. Those weren't protesters anymore. You know, my point to all this was really just to emphasize how this was happening in our country. I've never seen anything like some of these protests that went on, you know, where it's just out of control, pandemonium, looting, every, just burning and looting and just going nuts, tearing down every statue you can see. There is, you know, it, it's just chaos, you know, purge style. <clears throat> and this was just three years ago. Even statues <laughs> from the Daughters of the Confederate that were like a, it didn't peace, matter. Like, like a yeah. peace statue between all this stuff that yeah. happened. Nope. And, and what's sad the history of what made those people compelled to make that statue in the first place. Their writings, their whole thought is now gone. And, yeah. Yep. I, you know, it. it's one of those things that time has flown. You know, we, we had COVID. That, that probably kind of, you know, that... that traumatized me so much that that's pretty much all I think about is COVID. But I forget about sitting in that chair right there when we were, because uh, at work we were furloughed on Fridays during yeah COVID, right? So we would come home Thursday night and, you know, basically have all weekend to sit around and do nothing. And I remember I would sit down Thursday night and sit there and watch the rioting going on every oh, night yeah. Yeah. for the whole time during that uh, furloughed period i think it was 2020 we probably got furloughed in maybe june maybe april you, probably you april know, you, you know what's so interesting hollywood i watched every night i watched burning looting and murder this people is, getting beat okay, up okay. it was nuts okay what Sanctioned gives what gives me the idea this is organized when i listen to old history shows like uh dan dangerous history hardcore hardcore and he talked about the logistics of an army, of how that can make them break, how you feed them. You, you would hear the German army moving and how their food and their cattle would have to move with them because they have to be fed. So an army has to be fed, given water, given this. Who is doing this? Soros. And, and you're telling me for reals, you can't trace it? Again. I know. We... Our government is trying to say they can trace. They want to trace every transaction for six hundred bucks. Uh-huh. Yep. Serious, uh, yeah, yeah. 
a lot of these mat uh what are they the mobbing uh looting it's like they'll have a hundred people come to a shopping complex and just start looting it's like this and it's uh coordinated they're 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 all coordinated somehow so then, obviously they're communicating. What have we heard? But yet somehow our law enforcement can't figure out how these people are communicating. <laughs> what did Dick Sporting Good comes in? Ridiculous. Oh, oh, we we. Yeah, there is. It isn't it that people hard. don't have money. It's, it's that they've been stealing, and we. What can we say? We have to count it on our on our taxes. Yeah, it's not and then that who we, pays for it. We do. It's not that we stop selling guns and ammo. They they stopping at the Payless store, bro. They, they know what they're attacking. They're not going to the Payless store. They ain't going to the shoes that are not name brand stores. <laughs> this weekend with the Philadelphia looting that took place, they, they looted every store on the block except for uh, Red Wing. <laughs> Red, yeah, they the, don't want to go to work. The Red Wing store was totally okay. They're like, we don't even know what that is. A Red Wing. Work I don't like Red Wings. What? Uh Red I thought that was hilarious when I saw that. Oh, boy. Okay, uh, let's see. I, and, and did the bookstore get raided? That probably didn't get... Oh, there's no more bookstores. I forget that, too. No, but... Uh, ooh, excuse me. Uh, Philadelphia... I don't know. It's a part of the... Uh, part of Philadelphia. I don't think it's all of Philadelphia, but all their liquor stores are closed today. They, they basically... Uh, yesterday... I should... They don't want to chance it. Huh? They're like... Like I have the article somewhere, but I am not on top of it tonight. I'd have to say, but basically, oh, there it is. Uh, yeah, all Philly liquor stores closed after mass looting. This is Zero Hedge. Made sense. Uh, Do you hear what? Um, they're closed on Wednesday. Yesterday was all the looting on Tuesday, and they allegedly, I guess, some guy. Some a cop got off on killing some guy, and that's the reason. Oh yeah, I don't really think that's the reason. I think people just like to do it. So. You know what's funny? Every single store is broken into on this street, both sides, except the Red Wing. That thing got a fucking broken glass, no graffiti, <laughs> nothing. Champion done. North Face done. Fucking AT and T shot out. Red. Wing that's really funny oh man make your own uh, speculations from that one uh another success story here uh chicago mayor brandon johnson our favorite uh beetlejuice replacement quietly signs 29 million dollar contract with security firm to build a migrant camp in chicago did you hear what he's also planning huh Oh, government yeah. grocery stores. Government grocery stores. Communist? No. This guy's a communist. Guys, yeah. you imagine the government supplying our food. Dude, they can't. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Now, and they believe all of the nonsense. So, you know, it's going to be all Beyond Meat. It's going to be all these soy burgers. It's going to be all this uh, crickets. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to blow through these here. The SEC is spying on all your trades, linking them to your social security number and sharing the data with 3000 agencies. So if you're doing any, uh, stock trading or crypto trading, I'm sure they're doing it with crypto too. 
It's all being linked to your social security number. Mm-hmm. <sighs> That's your number. That's your uh, your worth. That's where they check out your account. Uh, I do have to say, uh, Alex Jones so far, thankfully, has not necessarily turned out to be right on his prediction of uh, middle of September and TSA and all that. But <clears throat> there is definitely lots of uh, mask mandates coming back. Look at what across area. California, of course, so. San Francisco area. Yeah, of course, they did it here. That's the mecca of uh, Gavin yeah. Newsom. There's a couple studios here in L.A. area that did it too, but. Luckily, it doesn't seem it. It seems like nothing is going to get pushed anymore. Hopefully. Just make sure you continue boycotting Burger King, Robert, Drew Burger King, uh, going after Russell Brand and all that stuff. Let's uh, let's get a little palate refresher here with some Brad Stein. What you believe, because it can happen. If somebody tells you something long enough, if somebody shows you something long enough, you begin to accept it as truth. You know, kind of like this idea of separation of church and state was in the Constitution. That's what people told us, and we've accepted that. But guess what? It was never in the Constitution. It was never in the Constitution. Separation of church and state had nothing to do with the Constitution. Jefferson and everybody else had said that we want government out of religion, and we want religion to be part of our heritage, because this is what made America great. Stay out of our way. This is America. First Amendment is for us to gather together and worship. The people are supposed to rule, not one judge that decides he's going to implement his liberal agenda ideology on the rest of us. It's a democracy. And if a judges are going to start getting political, then they should be given term limits like politicians and removed if they're not going to listen to the Constitution. Dude, when, when have you heard Congress pass a bill? When have you heard that debate between the, the, the Republican and Democrat about bills? I haven't even heard that in our state. We, they just passing through. We don't even get to vote for them. Like like in in the New York where they're using robots now to patrol the subway station, they didn't put that on the ballot to see if that's what people wanted. Yeah, speaking of a tyrant douchebag, uh, Gavin Newsom from California just Tuesday signed a handful of gun laws, including Assembly Bill twenty eight, which adds an eleven percent tax on all gun and ammo purchases in the state. On top or of the federal government's already ten percent tax, something's got to pay for the subsidies. So we pay te- we pay twenty percent now. If you want to buy a pistol or uh, I thought they um, they uh, it, they passed a law that you can have a larger clip now. I got that. My good news. Yeah. Let's go over there here. You know what? Can you? Um, what'd you eat for breakfast, buddy? What I eat? I got videos too, bro, man. You know, I mean, you hog up the whole thing. No, I just. I just need to get a transition lined up here, and then uh, I'm ready to go. All kinds, you know me, buddy. I got, you know who I want to play, but it's going to be a little long. And but no, no, that one. Okay, settle down, prostitutes. (laughs) All right, thank you. That's all I needed. All right, settle down, everybody. Settle down, prostitutes. Sorry. We'll go over here. Probably offended like our one listener. I'm sorry. Uh, 
family show. You know? You're not a prostitute, homie. You're not a prostitute. I am. <laughs> depends on how much you're offering. <laughs> uh, Ain't nothing for me, bro. In our good news segment, we're wrapping, <laughs> wrapping the show up here. Got an hour 35 in. Uh, uh, let's get to that one that you were talking about. Where's it at? Uh, the, 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 the banana clip. Yeah, right here, right We here. get banana clips flying in the yard. Oh, man. Gun owners from having high-capacity magazines. The judge says there's no American tradition of limiting ammunition capacity. But California Attorney General Rob Bonta argues they aren't necessary for private self-defense. He has vowed to appeal the decision. So they've, uh, this judge already struck that law down maybe last year. I think we even talked about it on the show. And the, they, of course, resend, you know, they reversed it. You know, even though the judge is, you know, the judge should have the, the final say on it. But uh state of California basically keeps saying that, no, you you shouldn't. There's nothing in there that says you, you can have that many. Amendment. New Mexico, too, with that loony bin. Freaking, do you see they're, they're going to impeach her, the governor of New Mexico, will try to ban their guns? Yeah. They're, they're all that I haven't heard out. anything this week Oh, about of course, it, they're but, getting it quiet. But, uh, because, um... Dvorak was saying that uh, he thought that she was going to like run for president or something. I he made she, a comment about it, like she he thought she was being groomed because she's a Soros hire, by the way. That she was kind of being set up and groomed to uh, you think uh, she, make a she, run in the Democrat for the Democrats. You think that's why she swung like that? Possibly she swung that big yeah. and to see what would happen. Yeah, I or think see that, that sacrificial lamb they just tried. No, but I th- oh no, I think that. Proved, you know what he she got jumped in right there, <laughs> you know that proved her like, oh, you, you're going to do this for us, nice. But there's no and and obviously if she's she got in by Soros. It's not like she can do things on her own. You know she's she's controlled yeah. fully. So Sor- Soros says that. But uh, uh, just a little follow up here too. I don't think anybody's following this story, but uh, the. Old Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton was actually impeached uh, right after Trump uh, lost because he was one of the, I think, Texas. There was three or four states that were actually uh, going to sue other states for them not holding their elections better. Like, basically, Texas... Texas, and I think they were going to sue the federal government too, but Texas was going to actually like sue Georgia and say, you guys screwed up your election so bad, we got a fraudulent president in. You know, yeah, like, I remember that. And uh, So all that was going down. There was multiple yeah, states jumping on. There, there was, was a, a, five or six states. Louisiana was in there. More than that. It was half and half almost. And uh, uh, Ken Paxton. Or, That's the guy. Yeah, Ken Paxton was running... The, That's the guy I'm the talking doing, about. Yeah. And so they quickly impeached him and claimed all this stuff. So now they're actually going through the impeachment proceedings. And, you know, over and over again, they're, uh, the, whatever you call it, the prosecutors, lawyers, they got nothing. It was all just smoke and mirrors just to get him out so that he didn't cause trouble. <laughs> I mean, I, how many... Uh, Moments of election interference do you have to see 
before you're going, wow, this is a pattern of election interference here. And, and what's interesting is what they use to cover up. Garland, again, our, our attorney general, when he was up in, in the Senate um, testifying, he was questioned all about these these memos that he put out about sending FBI agents and police officers to the school board meetings and doing all that stuff and going through all that things. And they were asking him about, about oh, I lost my frame of thought. I'm sorry. That's all right. Uh, I have, uh, here's the newest um, parent. Uh, I had a good thought too. Dang it. You remember it? No. Oh, you'll remember it in a second. This is a, a parent at a school meeting, and he gets a little fired up here. Hopefully, it doesn't blow out the speakers, um, but it's pretty fascinating. I might have to fast forward it through the. There's a point where he starts talking and like gets interrupted by a bunch of Antifa types. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Hey, your name? Manuk Grigor. Uh, and it's Mono. Out of one ear, everybody. Please, please proceed. Um, the people who do not want the parental notification are Antifa. They are the same people who are chanting dead to America, dead to Christianity, and they want to burn my flag. The lady sitting right there claiming she is a communist, she got arrested in LAUSD building in front of the building because she was hitting the police officers. I have a video of that. I have a video that she's abusing the police officer. And the people who are saying by any means necessary should not decide what my children are going through in school. I should be aware of every single thing that's happening in our school. Miss Erickson, Trustee Erickson, you be quick. Look at okay. that. Look Folks, at that. Oh, on. my Please God. Stop. stop. Communist. Stop. This Please is what we're going through. You, Erickson, okay. you are defending this. You- so he's, he, there's someone off camera here screaming at him and i'm assuming it's the antifa the lady but he um takes him a couple minutes to get that person out can i can i play this hold on does it go along with this because i I want him to get he gets his last little rap in here and then uh you can play your thing now that uh, communists and Antifa is gone, I have a message for that man who said, by any means necessary, I will protect my family by any means necessary. I will die for my children. I will go to prison for my children. I am an American who will defend my country and my flag. Any communist that wants to live in a communist country, I said it in Chino and I'll say it here in Orange, I will buy you a one-way ticket out of America to any country you want. I urge you, the board, to say yes on parental notification. Trustee Erickson, you are a coward. You are afraid of being sued by Baca. Are you serious? You want to jeopardize our children's life over a couple of dollars? You are not afraid to spend millions on stupid stuff, but you don't want to defend our children. Oh, I'm scared they're going to sue us. This is our children, our family, and our country we're fighting for. Parental rights must be passed. Thank you, board. God bless you. Let me play this, bro. This is my point I was making from earlier, but here we go. I thank Mr. Ray as a person of the highest integrity, for whom I have great admiration, who has extraordinary experience, uh, both as thank a you. career Thank so you. Process- you certainly yeah, don't think up. he would exactly. knowingly give false testimony. Dude, to that was awesome. He cut him I'm off. I'm sure that he would not. <laughs> Are you aware that uh, Director Ray, a couple months ago, in sworn testimony, implicated you in a sweeping abuse of power? 
I doubt he would characterize whatever you, uh, whatever he said in that way. Well, he testified about the school board memo that you issued uh, on October fourth of two thousand and twenty-one, uh, in which you mobilized federal law enforcement powers against American parents. Uh-huh. Now, of course, you didn't put it quite like that. Uh, instead, you found a pretext, which is stated right here in the first line of the memo. In recent months, there has been a disturbing spike in harassment, intimidation, and threats of violence against school administrators, board members, teachers. And staff. This what is was your basis for making that claim? This is I will say again, as I've testified numerous times in response to exactly the same question, that I, I, I saw numerous uh, reports in the press of violence and threats. You saw reports in the press, and so you decided to. Inst- so, wow. remember how we were telling, we were hearing about how the White House would leak news to the press, and then the press would print it. And then our officials then say, oh, well, I saw it on the newspaper. And that's what I want to bring up because he'll watch. He'll continue. Investigate a nationwide law enforcement initiative? If I may be permitted to answer the question. It wasn't. Uh, Numerous reports in the media of violence and threats of violence against school personnel of all kinds. Did Did you consult with the FBI director? We received a letter from the National Association of School Boards reporting. Yes, that letter contained anecdotes. It didn't contain data of an increase. Did you? And, yes, and they requested it. The FBI director. Right? The, the boards requested help. Yeah. That's, that's what, how that letter no, got No, but there. the way they, they, they wanted it, protection. Like, yeah, here we go. Yeah. I don't believe I spoke with the FBI director, no. Why not? Why wouldn't you consult with the FBI director? Because the purpose of the memo, as is very clear from the memo, is to ask the FBI to assess the situation, <laughs> to hold meetings, and to determine whether Mr. this Mr. Attorney was General, you started with a conclusion that there was an increase uh, in threats. Now, sure if you had did. bothered to consult with the FBI director, here's what he would have said. This is from his sworn testimony, that he was not aware of any such evidence. So my question to you, sir, sitting here today, is can you substantiate your claim that there was an increase? Of course there will always be criminal, sporadic criminal activity in all quarters of society, but your claim was there was an increase. Can you substantiate that sitting here today? I can substantiate that by the reports in the press of violence and threats of violence. And we all know the media is like blows things out of proportion. that was my point. And we heard that that's what they were going to use. He didn't have police data, FBI data. He didn't have, dude, we're supposed to have the best police and the best data collectors. And he's going off news reports and he's in Congress and say it's like it's like the it's a, before it would have been well I saw the I saw it on Twitter now the, I saw it on Twitter now so, it's oh I saw it in the press you're like that, are you I know oh. and and but, our attorney general check made a call on news articles <laughs> but check this out could he because he sounds like a weasel to me so could he use that. As a weasel method to claim that he, he that's he thought what at that moment that was his best information, you know what I mean? Well, like that, they, you know I, what I mean. I've heard, then I've he heard can his... just say, "Well, it wasn't me. The news said it was awful and terrible, so I had to do something." I've heard his anger. Maybe be wrong. Maybe sound petty, but you hear how he speaks. He did Get is irritated that Trump didn't select him to be the attorney general. Oh, I've heard this. Yeah, okay. he didn't. Off. He didn't like him. He said he was weak, and he, he exactly what we're just exactly what you. Yeah, your he's a weasel. What you can, yeah, your interpretation or your what you saw of him, yeah, and that's what Trump said about him. Yeah, he didn't trust him. Uh uh-uh. uh 
Yeah, Mr. Yeah, no. I uh, got another one before you got one before we go? Go ahead. I got a humor one. Hollywood was talking about podcasts. I yes, our sensei is always gonna be no agenda. Shout outs. I've got plenty of their stuff and it's wonderful. My other guy is Adam Carolla. Guy didn't take the shot. Guy called out the the uh, LA teachers union. There's their politics. It's just a little anecdote about who really gets hurt during all this. Because, again, a, a wealthy guy can... Anyways, here we go. Is it school-related? Crash your own Land Rover. I, I was out to dinner with someone who moved to Texas, and they're like, why do you hate L.A.? And I'll go, I, I'll just give you an example. We pay the most in taxes. We pay the highest gas prices. We have the worst roads in the country. I could keep going, but what else do you really need to yeah. know? The most in gas, and that money's the big taxing tax is supposed to go to the roads. Right. The most in gas with the worst roads. If it documented was, worst roads in America. Yes. What else do you need to know about how the state is run? If, the, the if gas was results. free in California, it'd still be $2. Right. That's right. fucking insane. If, right. if they go, you know what, fuck taxes. it, we're going to give you the yeah. gas. Yeah. It's still two dollars worth of tariffs and levies and taxes. Meanwhile, I'm buying premium in Texas for what am I at right now? Three bucks. Three bucks. Yeah, dude. It. I drove by five ninety nine when I drove by today. Adam makes a good point. Of the poor Mexican, where are they? I where are they? Was like I was in uh, La Cañada, California, a few months back, and this Mexican had his big Dodge Ram pickup truck. And just it had rolling. a trailer on it, and it had it was filled with branches. And you know, this, this guy just did a major tree pruning or whatever. This fucking sled is getting four miles to the gallon. At least. And this guy's just sitting there filling it up, cling, cling, six bucks a gallon. This is a few months yes. back. But, I mean, this poor Mexican guy is going to cost $140 to, to fucking fill his truck up. Yeah. It's kicking the shit out of the poor people. Rich people drive Teslas, rich people work from home, rich people don't have a gardener's truck filled with equipment going, by the way, they don't live in Beverly Hills, they drive there from Pacoima. And then they sit there and go, well, why does it cost so much to just cut my trees? Well, motherfucker, I have a $150 gas bill out the gate. Yeah. Dang, yeah, that's true. Dude. And it's hurting us low people down here, man. Yeah, it's... um it seems pretty obvious this is uh I don't know if this is punishment <laughs> or Maybe what but man it's um it's rough though it definitely feels like intentional pain like they're they're they want us I mean there was that CEO we we I read him read his quote out last week from Australia or whatever that the the uh, employee base the workers are way too uppity right now. They kind of like, they think that we need them and not the other way around. So the, the companies are like, they're kind of mad about how the workers because you know, it's, a, it's a, have it's, gotten some some spine and, and uh, a little bit of, I don't give a crap anymore. It's, it's a way to hold you, to be afraid to, like, again, mm-hmm. like, you, like you know about a buddy of ours who, who posted a, a job post and there they come knocking on his door. And you're like, what? That's what they want to keep you in check. Like, that's how, because they don't want you to have hope. They don't want you to, to survive without, no, man, they 
Oh, oh. One of these days, dude, we're going to talk about a place I used to work, but we're going to leave names out and stuff like that, and then you guys please tell us what where we were working at. I mean, what kind of place we were working at. Yeah, I'm wondering how that, what uh, what happens once I am uh, not an employee anymore there. Well. Like, can I now talk shit? You know that paperwork you were, you were talking about? Uh, uh, or you know that, that You know that paperwork where they're trying to tell, shut your mouth so you won't speak? All right. Remember they did that in 2021? And the whole point was, even after you left the employer, you still couldn't talk that stuff because wow. that's the whole point of that is for mediation. So you won't go in front of a judge. And this when you go in front of a judge, it's a public record. Mediation, you come to an agreement. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's it. No, I mean, uh, Bill of Rights, Article or Amendment Four, uh, right to a speedy and public trial. Yeah, that's in the Constitution. So I don't. But you know, California. This is kind of I've talked about this with a guy at work that uh, you know, even though the Constitution is very important document uh the states really have their own prerogative you know their own that's the way it's supposed to they be. can kind of do their own thing and that's what california did california basically i'm assuming got lobbied by the corporations that were tired of being sued by our employees so california said it is now legal to mandate arbitrations uh if you're an employee of a company so there, there's too many evidence I have another, and I won't play it. But it's rough. Of, there was data two years prior to the vaccination going out. Okay, there was data that that it was going to hurt us quite a bit. So I think that this is a they're running ahead of it because they're saying, guys, unfortunately, that there's going to be some problems, and you're going to want to sue. And the companies there, guys, they they they, if I'm lying. Then why are they making you sign that paper? Yeah, and, and again, I got it from my bank too. Don't get me; it wasn't just employers. I got it from my bank also. There's, I think, at this point too in our culture, you know, there's a lot of people, lots of people out there that are very sue happy. <laughs> so they're just looking for any moment to get theirs, and uh, you know, I I actually don't really blame the companies for asking. It's, but it's the you know you, the mandate part that I think is ask uh, you a question. ridiculous. Only one job I went on, two jobs. One job said you had to be vaccinated. If you're not, don't even apply. The other one asked you if you were vaccinated. And I thought that was illegal. Because if that is what they call a medical procedure, or HAPA law, whatever they have, that... Employer can't ask you these questions. No, the the HIPAA, <clears throat> I've we've talked about this too before. HIPAA only applies to hospitals and like medical. I don't know what you want to call it, but clinics. I thought even 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 at the employer because nope. I can't go up and nope. ask her. Hey, I I don't want to hire people who who've had abortions because their uterus is weaker, and that means they'll go to the bathroom more often, and that means their production will go down. Dude. So I'm going to put there. That no abortions. If you've had two, that means you're going to go to the bathroom more often. We need no. to make this guy a manager, dude. <laughs> oh, I, those are my to, those are my him. plans when I go to interviews. This, this is my strategy. Move him up the dude, corporate ladder, dude. Uh, That's better than pooping in the box. 
This is from uh, Officer Tatum. Uh, I'm trying to think of who this guy is, but it's a, I think it's a college football player. What do you say? Cases have been woke lately. And the ones who are not woke do not speak out because they are the minority. But this brother right here, what's his name, Nick? Demario Davis. Davis. And I've seen him play. I forget his name, but I've seen him play. That, That dude can play some football. He got swag too. Let me just say this, and I, this is a side note. I, I love Deion Sanders, but Deion Sanders' son that played defensive back, he's a good player. His swag ain't nowhere near what Deion's was. And, and, and Deion, don't get mad at me. Your son ain't got the wristband swag like you get a face mask, the mouthpiece swag. He, he ain't got that. He can still play some football. But this, this man right here, he got swag and he cold. And the most important part about his game, in my opinion, is what he's about to say. That's now, it. I don't know why every single Christian football player, mm. I may have given it away, is not bold enough to declare, knowing that God has put you in this position, knowing the nights that you've prayed, the situations that you've overcome, and you know it ain't couldn't be nobody else Woo. but the Lord. Nobody but him. I want to get that shirt, too. And you won't say it with millions of dollars in your bank account, but my brother going to say it. And I want to play that clip real quick. Roll the film. Greetings, everybody. Come on. Go to the scriptures, Pastor. Um, Come on, Bishop. Well, I wasn't going to preach today. (laughs) Preach, Bishop. I wasn't going to do that. But if I I didn't, um, then I would not be being obedient. Um, Mm. Told the Lord before today, if I went back to the podium you're gonna make me cry hollywood that i would make uh cry. make you sure that, that i praised him the proper way oh dude you're gonna um, make me cry the last time i was up here um, god, god did an extraordinary work through me mm. um it exceeded past myself um and into and around the country and with that i i owe proper praises to god um it had nothing to do very little to do with me and everything to do with him so i have to be obedient so first, I will update everybody on my daughter. Uh, she had a phenomenal week. She's doing great, um, a full bill of health. Uh, she's doing phenomenal. Um, as I said before, that knock at the door was answered. Um, and God came in and did a wonderful work in my family. Uh, the reality is, when you see a message go around uh, that strong, it's a lot of people that are out there hurting. And it's a lot of people who are waiting on a knock. And I want to continue to reiterate um, your knock may not come right. Your knock may not come right away. Dude. Um, but to be patient Praise and God, to, I need to hear um, this. Holly. You wait on the Lord and he will do what he said he'll do. Come on. Bishop. Another thing was there was an overwhelming support amount of support just from uh, fellow believers and Christians Praise around God. the country. I want to thank them for that. Um, and I think the phrase that is used oftentimes is, man, that's awesome what you're doing with that platform that you have. Um, but at the end of the day, that's what we are to be doing as Christians. That's go. what we are to be doing as believers go ahead. is sharing the gospel, preach go the gospel. The word says, for I am unashamed of the gospel Woo-hoo. for is the Hollywood, power of God cry. to bring salvation to all I'm who believe. Start shouting. It's Come the on. power of God. Come on. And that's what our world is needing. That's not just talking about salvation for the spirit. Come on, man. That's talking about salvation for the soul. Mm-hmm. People who are hurting. 
people who are going through present day situations on, who need healing and need God in their man life. God, stand up. Speaking in tongues. And only the power stand of God up, can man save of God. Mm. Man of so God. what I want to encourage every Praise Christian, not Lord, just Jesus Christians Christ. with a platform, Give preach the gospel, share the gospel in our schools. Our schools need God. Amen. Share the gospel in our courtrooms. Our courtrooms need God. Share the gospel in the hospitals. Our hospitals need God. Come on. Share the gospel. Come on. Preach the gospel. Come on, brother. It is the power of God that will bring salvation. And I can't be the only person that feels like our nation needs salvation. You ain't. Come on. And I think that's why that that message was so powerful and spread is because people are looking for salvation. So go. share the gospel. Woo-hoo. So unfortunately, we'll be doing this again. I'll be sharing about football later in the week. Thank y'all for y'all time. That's yes. what I'm talking about, brother. <laughs> one he was talking about Proverbs 27, 24, because just the one of the ones I remember. When I wait for the Lord, be strong and let your heart, uh, let your heart, oh, be take courage and let your heart be strong. Yes, wait for the Lord. Sorry, that's what it is. That's uh, Psalms 27, 24. That's what he was talking about in praise God. Hollywood, this is, you were praying for this, Hollywood. You've been praying for men of God to stand on their feet and proclaim his holy name. Yep. And his word, his word. Oh, there's this Samaria woman. They testified to the people in Samaria. And when they believed, they told a Samaria woman, we don't believe now because of what you just said. But we now believe because we heard with our own ears. The word. Oh, oh, Hollywood, look at that. You should have started the show with that. (laughs) That should have been the beginning of our show. That's how you you finish a show, right? Dude, you got me all. Look at, dude, I'm ready to do another hour. Hollywood was one of those guys that used to go around and take the air out of people's tires, dude, just because he was a hater. It's all good. It's all good. Hollywood is just, he's the producer, and he thinks that you guys can only last about two and a half hours about my listening to my beautiful voice, but that's okay. The truth is, guys, that was such a beautiful ending, and I am appreciative of that. That that helped me out for my own, my own walk at this moment. And so, Nation... Good Time Culture Podcast. That's who you are listening to. Make sure you go on the locals and find us there. You can donate if you want, but really tell someone about the show. Share it. And on top of all that, we heard what he was talking about. Praying. Hollywood and I sincerely ask that you pray for us and our families. And Hollywood and I will definitely include you. The Good Time Culture Podcast listeners in our prayers. And this is how we're going to defeat this whole enemy. So once again, I am so grateful that you guys put up with us for another day. Hopefully, God willing, we'll see each other next week. I am OG Mutt Dog, your humble servant. Good night. Woohoo! Uh, nonsense Nation, like you said, you've made it to the end somehow. Uh, we we love you for making it to the end. Uh, if you find some value in our show, please uh, come back and listen and give it a thumbs up or something. Uh, please like interact with us too. That'd be great. We we uh, love to get uh, 
yelled at for how bad we are or how good we are. We love all that. So uh, <clears throat> we'll be back next week. Uh, every Wednesday we're here doing this. So next week I will be on uh, a bunch of different platforms. Uh, if you want to get on and talk to me before the show or anything, and um, maybe any subject matters. Yeah. Well, we'll uh, we're open and um, that's something that I've always thought about with this show is as I try to, try to produce something that's uh, worth listening to here is like, what's really important? You know, cause there's a lot of news out there, you know, uh, there's things that are important to me, but I don't know if they're necessarily important to everybody. I think that last video told us exactly what was important. <laughs> that me, was man. great video. That was, that, Oh, I'm moved. I liked how he, he said we need God in courts too. Everything. It, I know. Oh, but that's and, that. And, I, and I'm grateful. Particular, I mean, I think he was taking some shots maybe oh. right there. Right. That is kind of like, Oh man. I, 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 anyways, pretty anyway, good. I already spoke my turn. Yep. So, yeah, uh, I'm trying to think of my, uh, any other slogans or taglines we need to put on the end of this thing, but we do, uh, love you guys and, um, we hope to see you next week. Uh, have a good week too. We'll be praising God and exposing evil until then. So, I do have this thing ready, so. Here we go. Peace I really need to talk to you, Lord. Since the last time we talked, the walk has been hard. Now I know you haven't left me, but I feel like I'm alone. I'm a big boy now, but I'm still not grown, and I'm still going through it. Pain and a hurt, yeah. soaking up trouble like rain in the dirt. Yeah. And I know only I can stop the rain with just a mention of my Savior's name. In the name of Jesus, devil, I rebuke you for what I go through and trying to make me do what I used to. But all that stops right here. As long as the Lord's in my life, I will have no fear. I will know no pain from the light to the dark I will show no shame, spit it right from the heart Cause it's right from the start You held me down and ain't nothing they can tell me now Lord, give me a sign Let me know what's on your mind